definitely never stop learning. You're going to be, you're going to, it's going to be a whirlwind your first year. Um, especially if you're by yourself, if you got yeah. somebody else team teaching with you, man, you are really lucky. There's a ton of people that are just flying solo out there their first yeah. year. They don't have any examples. I like to think about being kind to my future self by taking notes every day. When you get done with your first, every day of your first year, you should have a journal where you're red pinning your lesson plan, writing down what worked well, what mm -hmm. didn't work well. Hey, what's up guys? This is Ben Landers. I'm the founder of the PEspecialist.com and I just want to say thanks for being here. You're listening to the Fizz Ed Q&A show. I hope this is an awesome, valuable conversation that will help give you some ideas and answer some common questions around the field of physical education. If you want any links for things that we talk about or summaries, make sure to check out the show notes at the PEspecialist.com slash podcast. And without further ado, let's get into the show. What's up, guys? Time for round two. This is episode two of the Phys Ed Q&A podcast slash YouTube series. Um, hello to all the YouTube audience, and also if you're listening on your podcast device, what's up? Hope you're having an awesome day. I'm back here again. Uh, my name is Ben Landers, founder of thepespecialist.com, and this is Marcus Gnomes, the one contributor, and only. the one and only. Right hand man. Also, uh, side note, I didn't mention this in the last episode. If you're getting emails from us, Marcus is the one that is sending those out to you. So thank you for your help. Uh, he's jumped on board and been helping me a ton with the website this year. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. I learned a lot. This has been great. Couldn't do it without you, bro. Man, I'm telling you, I'm, I feel like a semi expert, man. Emails, oh, emails, man. man. You oh, are. All right, so getting into it, uh, the question today is one that we get a lot, which is um, from somebody who's getting into their first year, or they're about to go into their first year, or they're already in, they feel like they don't know what they're doing, they're burnt out, they have no idea, kids are running all over the place, they can't get their measurements straight. So um, just for an example, um, here's a little bit of the email. I'm very excited about my future. Um, having many struggles, everything from finding management styles to working with tough kids to having little equipment, little gym. Um, watch your videos on how you plan out your year, but I'm still having trouble putting together a unit. Uh, so I'll try to include a lot of links down below because the whole point of the website has been to help people like Dana that sent this question in and many others that have asked the same question, which is maybe you didn't get trained in phys ed, you didn't go to a PE school, you're doing a PACE program or an alternative certification, or maybe you did and your program didn't give you enough practical advice. Maybe you have the, the knowledge of you know what an assessment or a refinement task or an extension task looks like, but how does that play out? What does it look like? So I'm gonna try to include some links below, YouTube channel, blogs, and all those things that I think will be helpful for you to check out. It's the whole point of the site, to try to help people see what quality instruction looks like. Yes. Um, first things you want to kick us off? Yeah, I mean, first off, um, I would say the easiest thing you can do is the free stuff that you can do. Uh, you know, jumping on social media. You know, I was real reluctant about using Twitter for physical education, but as soon as I dove in, and the, the community out there is huge. Um, there's lots and lots of resources that you can reach out to, and and lots and lots of great physical educators who, who, who post a lot of things. Um, so you can just do a hashtag search 
um, a lot of different things over there and that will give you links to different websites that can give you visuals on, on how to survive that first year because I mean a lot of the first year is just survival just getting through it and getting yourself comfortable in your situation so you know taking advantage of those free opportunities is, is a great way to get through your first year of teaching for sure um, I always anytime I ask people if they're on Twitter and they say no I try to explain to them that I, it took me a while to get on Twitter. I watched Joey Feist's keynote at the National Peak Institute, and that's what convinced me that it was a valuable tool for professional development. Yes. And since I've been on it, what and shout out to Joey because he is an amazing educator if you yes. haven't been to his website, oh, yeah. thephysicaleducator.com. Awesome. I love everything you do, man. Um, and thank you for getting me on Twitter because what Twitter is is it turns your phone into a portal that allows you to see into gyms all over the world. Yes. And so it's a, such an awesome free resource that can connect all of us that are trying to get better. And you can ask questions and people will reply to you and you can see what other people are doing. You find people that are in your same situation, you connect with them. Um, also, Facebook. Um, two groups that I'm members of is uh, the PE Central. is an awesome brainstorming spot for Facebook PE people. And then also the iTweet PE, mm -hmm. um, Artie Camilla's group. Those are both really great. Um, and then if you can get your school to support you or you're willing to invest some money, I think you can up your learning a little bit by buying some books. Uh, I'll include some of my recommended books down below. Um, you can join uh, resources like my membership if you're looking for curriculum resources. Jared Robinson has an awesome uh, connected PE membership with tons of trainings and things like that that can help you get your recertification points at the same time. PE Central has e-courses. Um, Shape America has an awesome forum. So there's tons of resources. What you need to do is try to figure out what's going to be the best bang for your buck. And really, that depends on you. It depends on your situation. Yes. Try to find somebody in the same, similar situation as you that you have similar philosophies to and do the free stuff. And then upgrade your learning also by jumping in and investing in yourself. It's That's okay correct. to spend a little bit That's of money. Right. Yes. Um, Plan it out. Invest in yourself. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you, my first year teaching, I uh, found J.D. Hughes, yes. went to a conference that he was presenting at, just totally fell in love with his teaching style and his games and about everything he had, every single book, every single video. Um, and that's helped me. I feel like I got a master's of education in game theory for PE. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. shout out JD, to J.D. J.D. Hughes. Thanks, brother. He's, he's awesome. Yeah. Um, but really, the, the main thing is you need to find people that are somewhere in similar situations than you. And also, um, another great thing to do is, if you can, go to a conference. There are tons of PE conferences. depends on where you are. Mm -hmm. um, there are online as well, but uh, it's really cool to just get to connect face-to-face -face with people, get to have those conversations at the hotel bar after the sessions, and just uh, many times we feel alone because you might be the only teacher at your school. Getting to connect with people is awesome. So. Yeah, getting in, getting in contact with the uh, administration, and if administration can't help you to get to those different conferences, talk to the district office, uh, the chief instructional officer, and those those people. If they they find your drive to get to a conference to to invest in yourself, well, there's a will, there's a way. So if you if you want to get there, you can. And that's a great tool. Uh, and social media is great, but getting face to face, talking to those people who have been in your situation. And talking to them face to face is a great, great way for you to figure out different tools and different avenues that you can do to help your own personal situation. To sit down and talk to somebody, um, I think that's a great tool that you can do and try to figure out a way to get that done in your first year of teaching. Yeah, I agree with that. And 
Um, one of the coolest things about conferences is you're going to get to see people teach yes. games, which is the main thing that's hard to find. You might hear on social or YouTube, a lot of times people are explaining how they do a game, but you don't get to see them teach it to their kids. And when you're at a conference, people are teaching games to you like you're their students and it's just so helpful to see those little nuances and things they do mm-hmm. that you kind of want to steal and use for yourself so those are some of the most helpful things i found at conferences oh, yeah. um and like marcus said when you approach your admin you gotta um present it to them in a way that shows them how it's going to impact students yes so don't just say this is something i need it's something i want but say hey i'm struggling with this and i want to get better and this is going to help me do that and it's going to help me positively impact my students that's what they care about is positively impacting students so always bring it back to the kids that's why we're here oh yeah um so first year one thing you definitely want to do is go ahead and plan your year out i'll include a link to a video um down below for how i go about just old big picture overview planning your year it should take about 15 minutes just what units you're going to teach and what spots depends on where you're at have you ever taught swimming, Marcus? I have not. I have not either, because we don't have pools. We don't have access to that. Yes. Um, if you're up north, you'll probably be teaching a lot more hockey, because there's more hockey available in your area. Um, so wherever you are, teach the things that your kids that are going to be relevant to your kids. A great resource is the Shape America Grade Level Outcomes. Look through there and try to find the things that you think are going to be most helpful for your students. If you're if you're in a, a new teacher in a new situation, and say you're in a new community, you don't know where you're at. Go to the local YMCA, go to the, the different rec centers and see what the kids enjoy doing. Uh, they'll post things on the wall, they'll post things on their website, and, you know, soccer sign up or baseball sign up or hockey here or swimming lessons or anything like that. I, I see that all the time in that local YMCA. And that's a great way to give you a, a skeleton of how you want to plan your first thing, your first year. Or any other year, you know, because you know if they are signing up for them, then those kids are interested in them. And if you can teach things that kids are already interested in, that's going to help you as far as management and boundaries and all that goes. So get in contact with the local community and, and, and see what they like to do and see what kids enjoy doing. And that's a, that's a great way to get a starting point when you're trying to plan a year. True that, man. Um, and then also you're going to need to look at what equipment you have available. Obviously, if you don't have rackets or paddles, you're not going to be able to do racket paddle sports. So as you decide what you would like to do, you might have to modify it a bit by what you have. Um, I'll link another video below. And if you're listening on the podcast, you can check the show notes page at thepspecialist.com slash podcast. We'll have all these links down there for you. Um, but the there's tons of ways to get equipment for free or for cheap. You yes. can source YMCA's, you can source the local golf club for some putters or local mm-hmm. tennis club for some tennis rackets old tennis balls and things like that. Um, you can write a grant. Donors Choose is a great Choose resource for that. Resource. How many grants have you got on Donors Choose? Uh, three or four. Yeah, yeah. same for me. Yeah. I've gotten over $3,000 worth of equipment. I've gotten two iPads, multiple sets of uh, balls and other equipment, things like that. Mm-hmm. So make sure you do that. Um, plan out your year based on what you got and then make a wish list for things that you want to get in the future and move forward like that. Um, Starting off the year, definitely want to have some systems in place. Hit those management things. Oh, what yeah. are some of the first management tips you have? Uh, first management tips for what I like to do is just when the kids first come into the to the gym. That first day, they're excited. We come in, we establish the, the six rules that we try to, to follow. 
and the different things that we try to do. So that way kids set off first. This is this is our expectation when we come into the gym or wherever you're you're teaching phys ed that um, no no matter no matter what you're going to do you have to establish those rules first um, so kids have an expectation about what they need to do and then a lot of times that our rules stem from school wide PBIS type rules um, you can transfer those things from from PE that they're doing in the school. And that can help transfer when they come from one place to another, that they know exactly what the expectations are. But I mean, before you do anything, it's important to go through the rules, to go through the expectations, not only in the class, but water fountain, bathroom, if you're lucky to have those things in your gym, um, using equipment that establishing those rules early will give you something to fall back when kids are not managing the way you want them to go. True that. Just side note, PBIS stands for Positive Behavior Intervention. So the whole idea is you reward kids for doing good things instead of always punishing for doing bad things. It's a different. It works out differently at every school, but um, as a practical example, the way we do it at our school is we hand out slips when kids are doing a good example, and then they put the slips in a little raffle box, and then they get their names pulled out to go to special events like cornhole with a teacher or lunch and line dancing, things like that. Same in our school. Yeah. So if you don't know what that is, uh, you can Google PBIS, PBIS and easily find it. But those are some practical examples. Uh, I'm also going to link up another training below called Phys Ed Hacks. This is kind of an overview of the whole program that I use and that Marcus has helped me come up with also oh, as we yeah, started the program at River Springs. Oh, yeah. um, lots of little documents in there. Conflict Corner is a great one for management. Um, see a video of me and Marcus presenting that if yeah. you want to see how we tell students about it. Um, and then just some other big points uh, that we were talking about earlier is make sure you know the kids' names. Make sure you try to form those relationships, ask the kids about what's going on. The more you can know about their backgrounds and their family lives, the easier it's going to be for you to teach them and to know what's applicable to them. Um, if you don't know the kids' names, a great hack that uh, we both do, especially with kindergarten, um, as you continue to your second year, you should know all the names except for kindergarten. Your first year is just insane. Yeah. Um, so you're going to want to do like assigned spots. We call those home-based spots. Link below if you want to know how I set that up. And that allows you to kind of each day review the students' names. Some of you might have an attendance program where you can kind of look at the names. You can get a yearbook from a previous year, memorize the names. We do iPad pictures and make folders of all the kindergarten students as they come in with name tags. You label a class folder with the teacher's name, and then right before that class walks in, you scroll can do a through. quick scan. Scroll through. Really, really helps learn the names. So those are just a few uh, tips. Management is super important. Links below if you want to see the big deep dive on that. Um, but we'll keep on moving. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big team sport guy. Um, Basketball-wise, I mean, we give each other nicknames and stuff like that. So if you can give your your kids a nickname or something like that to help you remember their name or maybe their abbreviation, I mean, like a JT or something like that, that's a great way for you to help remember those names over there. But having those names down is really important. It's a huge difference for me going, hey, Susie, instead of, hey, blue shirt. Um, she's really going to respond better if you if you say their name. Um, and that can help you when you're trying to manage behaviors and teach content and do different things like that. Finding those different ways to learn kids' names um, and seeing them outside of the PE setting 
can help you remember their names too. So try testing yourself when you're walking in the hallway or go in the lunchroom on your, on your lunch break and see how many kids' names that you can remember. I think that is, I think that is as, as important as any content that you teach is having that rapport, that relationship with your students. Um, they learn more when they know you care. So if you can reach out to them and, and you care but just by knowing their name, they're going to respond a lot better to you when you're trying to talk to them. So find out different ways. To, and that's how it's tough on that first year. You got a lot to learn, a lot to do. One of the easiest things you can do is just challenge yourself to learn the kids' names. Big time. Google PE name games and just play in your first three weeks. Just play name games the whole time. Oh, yeah. Um, really, really important. And also, if you, you know, a lot of times with my younger kids, we'll get to halfway through the year and I'll say, I'll ask a student, like, hey, where's Emily at? And they're like, who's Emily? So some of the kids don't even know all no the names of the other kids yeah. in their class. <laughs> and that's, I think we just totally failed as teachers if all the kids don't feel like they're a community, they don't know each other's names, yeah. they're not connected. Um, so take advantage, make as many of those connections as you can, and try to help your kids with those two. Name games are a really great um, way to do that. Uh, definitely never stop learning you're going to be you're going to it's going to be a whirlwind your first year um especially if you're by yourself if you got yeah. somebody else team teaching with you man you are really lucky there's a ton of people that are just flying solo out there their first yeah. year they don't have any examples um so i like to think about being kind to my future self by taking notes every day when you get done with your first every day of your first year you should have a journal where you're red pinning your lesson plan, writing down what worked well, what mm -hmm. didn't work well, oh, yeah. saving it in whatever you save your documents in. I use Google Drive. Um, you can write emails to your future self saying, hey, this unit needs to change in these ways next year. I use a, a tool um, on a website called futureself.org. No, future future yeah. You can write yourself an email. Um, so like for field day, when field day's over, I'll go to futureme.org. I'll write myself an email to get one month before field day the next year saying, hey, this went really well. This didn't go so good. Try to do this next time. This station was the favorite. Um, the more you can reflect and take those notes, the better. Reflecting is great, but if you don't document it, the next year you're not going to remember it. remember it. I can't tell you how many times I have gotten into something that I forgot to write down. And then oh, I realized yeah. I did the same thing last oh, year. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I did yeah. the same thing last year. So... Um, make sure you, you learn from your mistakes, document as much as you can. I like to go, uh, I like to look at the, my lesson plan and after I finish teaching that lesson or teaching that unit, I'll go back to that, that lesson plan, that unit and type my notes and reflections at the bottom of it. What worked, what didn't work. Um, I'll also try to italicize it or bold it so I can remember it when I look back and reflect on it before I teach it again the next year. Um, and to, to that point, establish, I wish I would have done this my first year teaching this step get an external hard drive or a thumb drive and, and really format in your lesson plans week one, week two, or whatever you want to do. So you can look back in the future and you know exactly what you taught when you taught it, um, that helps you remember and helps you shape what you're going to be doing in the future. Um, you'll do yourself really good if you invest the time to Really map out what you did on your lesson plan and then taking some time to reflect on it. Um, that can help you in future, especially on that first year teaching. 
um, coming fresh out of college or fresh from a different perspective, having that reflection piece is a great way for you to learn and then move on and make yourself better. True that, man. For me, I, I like to have my units together as one document. That's kind of how I also organize the uh, membership program. Plug for the PE Specialist membership program. More info at thepespecialist.com slash info. Um, so that I can just take that unit once I designed it, a three-week or a four-week unit, and then the next year I can look at the whole unit and I can scratch out maybe an activity that I want to switch out or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It lets you look at that big picture. Um, because I did used to do it week by week, and it was a little harder to see everything. And now that I organize it by units, I like I prefer that better. It's just a personal opinion for me. Whatever works for you. Yeah, you gotta find what works for you. Um, asking the right questions is another tip. We are coming to the end, and I think we just hit the twenty minute mark. Wow. Time flies when you're having fun, yeah, man. Yeah. We used to say that all the time on <laughs> Thursdays and Fridays, man. Yeah, man. Time flies, man. Um, Asking the right questions, so always ask yourself, how can I make this better? How can I get more kids moving? Mm -hmm. If the kids aren't engaged, what was the things that caused them not to be engaged? Or what things could I do better to motivate them next time? Um, and then how can I make this more fun? And how can I uh, make this more engaging for students? Those kind of questions are the ones that I'm always trying to ask myself to make always. it a little bit better, a little always. bit better, a little bit better. Um, then make Would the you, notes, yeah. send an email to yourself. Put yourself in the kid's position. If you were in that class, would you be having fun? If uh, I try to, I try to do that anytime I'm coming up with a game or an activity or, or any kind of thing like that. I try to put myself in the kid's position. If I was in this class, would I be having fun? Would I be sweating? Would I be exercising? Uh, and then, and then reflect on what the kids do at the end of the class. If you know you played a good game, the kids are going to be talking about it at the end. Um, so. That's one of the key things that I try to look for when I have a good lesson. What can I take away from that good lesson? When I have a bad lesson, and we all have bad lessons, what can I take away from that as well? Um, don't be afraid to ask anyone any questions. Any PE teachers, uh, social media is great. Any PE teachers in your district, te classroom teachers in there, they might have some different advice on there. Just don't be afraid and just don't think that you're... You're alone on there. Um, there's a lot of different people who can help you, a lot of resources that you can use to help yourself out. So don't be afraid to ask a question. True that. True. And then last thing, this is really something that has become more and more evident to me the longer I've taught, which makes sense because when you're when you first start, you don't understand as much that change takes time because you haven't been teaching as long. You don't have the perspective, um, especially if it's your first year. You don't know what the teacher that was there before you taught. So if, if your kids have never had quality PE instruction, then your fifth grade students are going to be very similar to the content knowledge and the levels of your second grade students. Right. But then as you teach, and this is something I saw with Marcus when we both were at the same school for six years, mm -hmm. that third year, oh, we looked at each other and we were like, man, Starting, they're starting they, to get it. They understand like, We're starting to see that vertical alignment yeah. as the kids go through your program and it's consistent. And what you're telling your kindergartners is to get them ready for fifth grade. And you're using the same terminology and you know the games you're going to be playing and what you want them to be doing in fifth grade. And that helps you in kindergarten get them with those basics at a yes. station with the same cues, step and push, you know, yeah. <laughs> swing, step, throw. Swing, step, throw. So um, change takes time. Especially uh, if you are trying to change something at a school level, 
you're not going to be able to go in your first year and, and make it perfect, change a bunch of things up. It takes time. It takes time. As you teach, you start to see the culture change. You slowly see those kids. As those kids have been with you for a long time, they start to get it. Now, at this point, we've been at our schools for a long time. So when our students come in on that first day, I can ask the question, what is the first thing on the rule board? And without even looking, my students that are in fourth and fifth grade, they can tell me all the rules because they've been there for they've six years. Oh, yeah. um, so, you know, as you, as you go, it will happen. Be patient. And remember, change is a lot more like a crock pot than a microwave. Oh, yeah. Great advice. Yep. So... Want to do a quick recap? Recap it. Stay connected. Make sure you get on social. Get some free resources. Invest in yourself. Get some paid resources. Try to find people that are like you and connect with them. Make a game plan for your year. Management's huge. Set up a good management philosophy. Get those uh, management things in check early. Uh, don't be afraid to ask for things from your administration, from your PTO. Write some grants. Never stop learning. Think about your future self. Make sure you take notes. Help yourself get better, improve the lesson plans and the things that you have. Always ask reflective questions when you're done. And remember, change takes time, friends. Oh, yeah. Take some time for yourself. Don't get caught up. Don't get overwhelmed. Use some time to refresh, refresh, repair that battery. And get lots of rest. Lots of rest is a great way to deal with a lot of things that you don't have control over. Go to bed, get some rest. That's a great thing to do to help yourself out. Self-care tips, sleep, exercise, diet. Perfect. Make sure you got those three in check. Oh, yeah. As early as you can, get those three in check. Got anything else? That's it, brother. Hope that was helpful. Shout out to all the first years out there. Good luck. Keep doing your thing. Stay phys ed strong. Have fun and teach on. We'll catch you next time on the Phys Ed Q&A podcast. Marcus, thanks for being here with me. Anytime, brother. We'll see y'all later. Check out. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. If you got any questions, send them in. You can hit me up at thepspecialist.com slash contact. Send your questions in, and uh, we'll try to get them on this show. Hope that was valuable for you. If you are in the car or on a jog and you can't take notes, links will be uh, in the description and also on our podcast page, which is pspecialist.com slash podcast. Have an awesome day, as always. Have fun and teach on. Later. And that wraps up this episode of the Phys Ed Q&A show. Thanks for listening, guys. If you enjoyed it, I'd really appreciate you giving us a rating in iTunes because that helps other people find the show. And if you know somebody else that would enjoy the message, make sure to share it with them. All the notes from the links and things like that that we talked about will be available in the show notes over at thepespecialist.com slash podcast. So make sure to check those out. And as always, have fun and teach on. I hope you have an awesome day. Later, friends.